Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, that's the first time we've ever done it that way. I know. And she's <laughs> actually just talking about the intro music. <laughs> I'm old enough. I'm running out of first times for anything I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but again, she does still have her OnlyFans, folks. Yeah. And, and when it says OnlyFans, it means that she only has one. <laughs> it's a niche market. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fine. We have to apologize to the fans. To the fans. Because, yes, to the fans. Sorry, Sandra. Sorry, Mom. So um, we had promised you that we were back to regular recording, and we were, and we held we up did. on that. And we've been so excited by um, the support that we've received that we decided to make a little investment and upgrade the studio. Yes. And that included new microphones mm -hmm. and a new mixer board mm -hmm. and some new software and me being entirely too stupid to figure out how to operate Stop it. Stop it. So um, I got a little extra help and got it all figured out and taught to me. And now I think we might be recording. I really have no idea. Well, we're going to wing it because yeah. there's a whole episode um, that's lost in the ether. <laughs> well, uh, actually, no. I, oh, just I my have part it. was yes, lost in the ether. I, I have it here. And I just want you to know I sound awesome. <laughs> But it did not record Stephanie at all. However, you're absent. And, and I have to tell you, I've listened to it 43 times so far. I love it. It's <laughs> love hearing my No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's so, so how, silly. How have you been? I have been very good. How about you? I'm fine. How was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was delightful. I got excellent. to spend it with some wonderful people. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. Yep. I, I was one of them. I was very excited to be there. I was also very excited by the quantity of food that your husband and my dear friend Brian made. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. It and was then delicious. he sent us home with enough food for like 40. <laughs> um, Which, Janet, my daughter and I were a little disappointed in the lack of leftovers. I was <laughs> like, hey, I'm running low on green bean casserole over here. Well, interestingly enough, I got home and I'm like, oh, that is accurate. There are 40 people living in my <laughs> house at the moment. <laughs> And again, you only have us beat by one baby. That's right. That's right. Oh, I do. Yes, I have my granddaughter. At home. Yes. She is awesome. And she I finally got to meet house. her. Yes, you did. She's a big fan of me. And you probably held her all day long. I did. <laughs> People <laughs> so are like, don't you want to eat? I'm like, no, there's a baby. Right. And then you have to understand that night I was babysitting and she was not having the not being held all <laughs> night long thing. And I'm like, oh, sister, I'm going to have to let you cry this one out because <laughs> oh, no. otherwise they're going to be up all night oh, long. No. So I just held up a picture of you and said, no, no, <laughs> no. Don't poison that baby against me. <laughs> so unfortunately, the episode that we lost was um, kind of a homicide for the holidays sort of approach it homicide would have been for the holidays that's beautiful it would have been great well actually i think i stole that from something else well, that's fine I, it's yeah it's, there are it's no original thoughts in the world anymore <laughs> i've had a few trust me <laughs> i've thought about homicide no i'm kidding i have not he's just teasing i have not i'm not a i'm not a murdoch no <laughs> you have the wrong last name for that <laughs> And your name is actually pronounced in the way that it would normally be in English. Right. Yes. It's not Steve or right. <laughs> Stevic. Steve. Or anything else like that. So what are we talking about this week? We this are talking episode. about one of your mostest favoritest things in the world. <gasps> Christmas. Yes, I do. I love Christmas. I have an affinity for Christmas second to few. So oh, is your house decorated yet? Um, we decorated a little bit, uh -huh. but uh, the lad slipped out before we could get the Christmas tree up. He escaped. So <laughs> it was all Kurt Russell escaped from New York kind of thing. It was weird the way he was running down the street. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I've had 
it with you people. I've had it with you people. But um, his sister actually suggested that we wait until he comes home so we can decorate the tree as a family. Right. What her actual motive was, if I keep putting this off, eventually I won't have to do it. No, she loves it. She has <laughs> oh, her own Christmas really? tree in her room, lights, everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because that would have been my MO as an adult. As a kid, <laughs> I'm like, let's throw up Christmas everywhere. Right. And as an adult, I'm like, didn't I just put all this stuff away? Yeah, that's my thing is I'm good at the the initial step, the first thing, the putting it up. No. The follow through. I, That's I'm not, where I'm, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm good at buying the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm out at that point. Right. <laughs> so, so Justin and his lovely bride, Tawny, they put up the trees, mm-hmm. and that we have two. And the second tree, it took like a week for it to get uh, to get decorated because, mm-hmm. well, as much as my son loves Christmas, he also has a very needy child. I know. That's why he just needs to bring her to me. And so, um, he's he's learning fast that that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It was fun to see him be a dad. Yes, it was. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yes, we're talking about Christmas. We're talking about some of our favorite Christmas stories, some of our cra- favorite Christmas TV, right? Mm-hmm. Or movies. Or movies. Right? Yep. So, kick it off. What do you have? Well, my favorite Christmas movie that's on TV is, of course, the Charlie Brown special. Of course. Of course specifically the part where Snoopy is ice skating with his nose in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of leans back. Is that when he grabbed a wrench and then hit the other skater on the <laughs> knee? Or am I thinking of no, something else? I think you're mixing your ponderables. <laughs> Hashtag Team Tanya. Um, no, just for the record, I do not condone what happened to, what's her name? Nancy Kerrigan? Nancy Kerrigan. Uh-huh. But I admire the hell out of Tanya. Harding because she worked really, really hard to do anything because she was working uphill a couple different ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, um, our one of our favorite actresses playing her mom, mm-hmm. holy cow, it made me not like I know. I'm like, this needs to stop because mm-hmm. you're harshing my buzz right? over here. Exactly. Exactly. CJ, what's wrong with you? CJ, stop. <laughs> this isn't like you. Why are you hitting that lovely young girl? <laughs> So. Why is there a bird on your shoulder? <laughs> Why is there a gigantic chip on there? Right. Why are you smoking so much? Right. Right. And is it sound to do that with that oxygen bottle mm. right next to you? Carry on. So, um, okay. So Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. it, and you've got the favorite. I, I love the Linus scene where mm-hmm. he kind of reminds everybody why yes. they're there. And I love it at the very end when they come together. I'm just not buying the, we've, we've put a few ornaments on this tree and all of a sudden it, looks like it's had some viagra <laughs> i also like the scene where the kids are dancing on the stage oh my and God, like yes. they're like you can't this is a shame that this isn't a visual medium because <laughs> it's so funny when they're like doing their little 60s dances it exactly. just cracks me up it does it's funny it's funny so um now i am i and i say i'm kind of a johnny come lately it's been like over the last 12 years, 13 years, I've kind of a Johnny come lately to a Christmas story. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, and, and I think it's in part because TBS would, I don't, maybe they still do, run it for 24 hours on Christmas. And there's just, I, I, I really think what's so interesting about it, Simi, is, is I think there's something in there that all of us can relate to at mm-hmm. some point of, yes. uh, during our childhood. For example, me inexplicably shouting fuck for <laughs> and maybe getting into a lot of trouble for it. 
<laughs> yeah, um, oddly enough, that's the thing that kind of resonated with me as well because my dad has woven a net of obscenities that still, still lingers to this day, to this day. over Lake Michigan. <laughs> and then he looks at me like something goes wrong. I think I was maybe 10 or 11, and I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> and he looks at me like I had, you know, I was like, oh, come on now. <laughs> right. This is a learned behavior. Right. Now, he I said, will say the F-bomb was not a learned behavior in my house. It was learned from school. He said something along the lines of, oh, you get that mouth from your mother, which oh, is such a lie. No, I have <laughs> never heard your mother say a swear word ever. I had to teach her how to cuss. I had to teach her how to flip people off correctly. Oh, my gosh. She was is... putting way too much down with the other fingers. I'm like, no, you got to do it like this. Got to have a good finger to fuck oh, you ratio. <laughs> Oh, happy birthday, Jesus. I hope you enjoy <laughs> crap. That's what we have for you today. Yes. Um, so, but no, so I like that. And then, I, I don't know, the whole family thing at the end. And probably my favorite part are when the parents, you know, the kids are asleep, the parents are sitting on the couch and just kind of, ah. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know. There's just something kind of unique about that. So. And I do love the leg lamp. Oh, my God. My brother and Frischine. I had, <laughs> it must be Italian. <laughs> quite a giggle about that oh yeah yeah so all right what else oh come on i gotta have some. i am a sucker for Die Hard, and we can have the fight no we're not gonna have the christmas fight it came out at christmas it right. was about christmas and the best christmas present ever was when they popped that obnoxious ellis kid in the face <laughs> hans bobby <laughs> bobby <laughs> yes we have a good laugh about Ellis's demise. So, no, I, I don't disagree that it's... Now, is it... I think it's a holiday classic. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Fair. I mean, Christmas movie would center around Christmas. I, not that I don't enjoy Murder and Mayhem, as we've talked about before. Right. So... Love it. Can't get enough of it. Favorite scene? Oh, I don't know. I like the, the part where... Um, Severus Snape. <laughs> stop where he's in the heating duct or the ventilation duct and he's like come out to the coast we'll have a few laughs <laughs>, <laughs> and i also like it when they're in the like boiler room or wherever they are and uh hans gruber pretends to be clay right bill clay <laughs> 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 and then bruce willis knows exactly what's up he's like you should be on tv with that accent hans <laughs> So, yeah, I love that whole movie. I do, too. I do, too. I love the, what is it, 25 different terrorists, and I kill one that has smaller, smaller feet, feet than, than my sister. sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we watched it the other day, and between um, me, Brian, and our friend John, there was not a line that was missed. Oh, I bet not. <laughs> I bet not. And if if I remember correctly, um, I saw that in the theater with my old debate partner, Monica. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. Okay. And we just, I, and, and you know, of course, I th think the sun rises and sets on her. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of fun. I remember that. I'd moved out into my own apartment earlier that year, and it was just kind of a. Had you? Yeah. It was 88, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, right? you had by yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, because I was, I was ready to move on out of town. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, yes, there was a, like, a vapor trail <laughs> as you exited the city limits. <laughs> 
oh, I was so anxious to be an adult, and if I knew then what I know now, I'd still live at home. <laughs> I'd like to call bullshit on all of this. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so then I also have some funny ones that are, like, not what you would normally think are people's favorites, like a Muppet Christmas Carol. And uh, I also love the Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas because that's just quality entertainment. And I'm coming <laughs> out. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm coming out. I'm telling the secret. I loathe It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. So I think that I, I think that there are a couple of different ways to look at that. Let's back up. You said you do like a Christmas carol. The Muppet Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, absolutely <laughs> love that. No, I do too. I absolutely love it. But I also there is a nineteen fifty one black mm-hmm. and white Alster Sim. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely love that version. I don't like any other version with humans. Um, I do, I do love a Muppet Christmas Carol. I, I only want my movies with Muppets. I'm, I'm here for. I mean, can I have my day filled with Muppets? <laughs> That'd be okay sometimes. Yeah, uh, no, the one you're talking about is a remarkably well done movie. Not just Christmas movie. It's just a really well done. It is. And well, movie. I mean, you know, Alistair Sim was a was a huge stage actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had a lot. He was. Of range. He was like eight hundred pounds. Yes. Huge. Forty three <laughs> feet tall. Just enormous. Um. But no, he was a he was a, a, a big time stage. I don't know what to say. He was an accomplished stage Whatever. actor. Whatever, <laughs> bite me. He was an accomplished <laughs> stage actor. Oh well, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was here with James Lipton. Yes. So, so Alistair, tell me. <laughs> Twenty three people are now googling who's James who's Lipton. James Lipton. So, um, that was quality entertainment for those of you that knew what it was. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so let's see, uh, cartoon wise, mm-hmm. the claymation ones, I, I love Rudolph, oh, and, Rudolph and, um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. That's the one with Mr. Heatmiser, right? Santa Claus is coming to town or is that a year without Santa Claus? Mm, yeah. It's a year without Santa Claus. This has, uh, the Mr. Frost or Mr. What's his ice? Mr. Ice, Ice Man. Uh, no, that's Jack Frost. That's, no, that's Top Gun. <laughs> Iceman, Sundowner. Oh, rest <laughs> in peace, Clarence Gilliard Jr., who was also in Die Hard as the quarterback. Oh, yes, is toast. Yes, 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 yes. I saw that. I hated that character. Oh, did you? Oh my God, what an obnoxious prick! I was so delighted when he died. I just like to go around saying Clarence Gilliard. Junior, <laughs> you know he's a good actor when you can't stand the person because of the character that they okay. play. Speaking of that, here comes a tangent. Have you watched any of The Crown? I know that we make your closet crown. Sorry, just outed. Let's just say, I've in passing, you saw something about it, right? I you have saw it on seen Netflix. Two or three seasons. Of okay. It. Wait, okay, but it's it's. I believe mostly, if not completely, historically accurate. Granted, there are some dramatizations mm-hmm. taken. But from a historical perspective, I, I think it's fascinating. And I think it's I fascinating too. that the British people, for the most part, want this to continue in their country. So right. And, I mean, we all understand that there are things that are problematic with colonization, et cetera, et cetera. Well, right. We're not going to get into that. about that. Right. From yeah. a historical standpoint, Queen Elizabeth saw so many things and was in charge of, I mean, in charge uh, the reigning monarch for so many incredibly, like, meaningful historical events. But now that they're when she's older, 
It's that bitch that played Dolores Umbridge oh, on Harry Potter. No, that poor woman. I cannot look at her without that being like, I woman. fucking hate you. <laughs> Would you I just wanted burst you dead more than Voldemort. <laughs> I wanted you to suffer. I And at the time the movie was on, I'm like, oh, this poor woman. I know. She's done for. I could. No, I am right there with you. I cannot look at her. I cannot <laughs> see her without being like, I'm ready to post up. Let's go. Let's go. That is awesome. I don't care if you got a wand or not. <laughs> I got rage. That is awesome. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, in fact, she does. <laughs> Out do. front, she's got some in inventory. She's, <laughs> she's, she's full of it. She's yep. good to go. She I'm to ready go. to go on a moment. That notice. is so funny. Um, so uh, I go to the, uh, I'll start with Rudolph. Mm-hmm. I was well into adulthood before I realized the elf's name was Hermie and not Herbie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think they had a little, a little bobblehead. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck is Herm- Hermie? <laughs> Where's Herbie? The dentist. Oh, that's so, so cute. Um, but I tell you, probably my favorite scene in there is the Island of Misfit Toys. Oh, because yeah. Because there's really an underlying message of inclusion mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. um, that, is, uh, that I think is uniquely subtle, particularly yeah. in today's environment where we are subtle about absolutely right. nothing. Um, Everything around here has the nuance of a fucking bowling ball <laughs> to the side of the head. Exactly. Oh, really? Exactly. So, but I, I, I've always liked that scene, um, and and of course Yukon Cornelius. I, yeah. I aspire to be Yukon <laughs> Cornelius sometime. Talk about a guy who has not a worry in the world. Yeah. He's just living large He's out there. He's living his best life, looking for silver and gold. Yes. And and of course, you know, you talk about introducing generations of kids to Burl Ives. Oh I mean, yeah. Right. Poor Alive is so cute. And when that little like snowman like moves along uh-huh. and like, scoots, a little trail. Uh-huh. it's so cute. Yeah. I don't know why I like that so much, but it's darling. And then the first time as a kid that I saw actually saw Burl Lives, I'm like, oh no, you don't no, you're not the same. You don't look at all like that snowman. No, you don't. I well feel, you kinda I do. feel betrayed. But a little bit. The goatee. Yeah. So and then on uh on to um Santa Claus is coming to town. First of all, you gotta love Fred Astaire. Yes, I like Fred Astaire a lot. And then um, the put one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. which also has kind of a unique underlying message of look, let's just take things one one bit at a time, right? And we'll get through it. Yep. And I always thought that was kind of unique. And then of course the Burgermeister Meister Burger. <laughs> yes, I also really like the year without Santa Claus with the Mister Heat Miser and the I Mister Iceman or whatever it is. Okay, so um, there is another one that's hardly ever on, and it had George Goble. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. He was on Hollywood Squares, right, all the time. Oh, was he? Okay, okay. But George Goble was on it, and it was about a mouse who had written a letter to Santa Claus saying he doesn't believe in him or something. So there wasn't going to be Christmas. Mm. Does that ring a bell at all? Okay. No. Okay. All I can think about is Ricky Tiki Tavi, and that's not the right season. That was always on an Easter. Right, right. And that's also about a mongoose and a cobra. Okay, not very well, Christmassy. I mean, <laughs> well, neither's a rat writing letters. It was a mouse. <laughs> it was a talking mouse. It was a talking Wasn't mouse. Wasn't there a dormouse in, in Aww, a, little a Christmas dormouse. carol? Mouse, yes. Um, okay, okay. So we, we'll scratch that one because I can't remember it. Have you, did you ever see Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey? Yes. I always liked that I one. I did too. So I like, here's Nestor. I like Olive the Other Reindeer too. Oh, I've never <laughs> seen that. 
The it has other, Drew Barrymore. He's so cute. Reindeer. That's funny. It's very clever. I like clever. That is funny. Um, all right. What else you got? Well, according to uh, Rotten Tomatoes, your version of A Christmas Carol that we were just talking about is named the 52nd best Christmas movie. Are you kidding me? How many Christmas? Well, of course, if they're putting in the Hallmark Channel, there's 10,000. No, but No, that's a whole other thing. Um, I'm a little surprised that it is listed after uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. But sorry, Mr. Fabulous Stage Actor didn't make the cut. <laughs> huge, huge stage. Huge He's huge. Stage He's actor. huge. Um, okay, here's the thing. I can't drag anybody in my house to watch a movie that is not filled not only with color, but has 40 things going on on the screen at a time. Right. So to have a movie that's really thick with dialogue, mm -hmm. that's black and white, I, I guess I'm not surprised. I, I mean, there has to be an appreciation for there has to be a, an appreciation for the time. Right. It's funny though that you know Rotten Tomatoes gives the critical rating, and then they also give like the popcorn as the people's rating. Okay. The people rank it higher than the than the tomatoes do. So popcorn is higher than tomatoes, meaning... Who are the tomatoes? The, that's the, the critics. Those are the critics? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And right behind that is the Charlie Brown Christmas at number 53. Are you kidding? What is wrong with people? I don't know. It's just... I, I, I don't understand this ranking system, you know how but... We, you know how we are when people disagree with right. us. Right. <laughs> they're all wrong. Fuck them. They're stupid. Somebody set fire to the building, please, now. Now. Right. I didn't get my way. Pow. <laughs> because it's funny... I mean, I love Die Hard. Don't get me wrong. It's a bit campy. It's number eight. Oh, come on. Right. It's not high drama. It is not high drama. It's not high art. It it has Reginald Bell Johnson in it. Right. He's not exactly winning Oscars. Oh, the other part I love is when they're in the helicopter, and he's I'm like, this reminds me of Knob. <laughs> the other guy goes, I was in junior high, dickhead. <laughs> I think we're going to need some new FBI agents. It was terrible. That's so good. <laughs> oh, I hope that wasn't hostage. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, that's about it. I mean, okay. So the Bill Murray. Oh, uh, Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Scrooge. Is uh, another one of my favorites. I haven't watched it in a couple of years. I kind of go through these cycles where, you know, if I watch them every year and at my age, it feels like a year goes by in about 10 minutes. Seriously. I can just quote every line in it. Um, uh, you know, but, but hey, Frank, I don't mind about me, but let's go easy on the Bacardi. One of my favorite <laughs> lines, John Forsyth in there. Um, but that, I always thought that was a great movie. Mm -hmm. I remember when Bill Murray appeared on uh, the David Letterman show that was on after The Tonight Show with mm -hmm. Carson. He appeared on there to talk about this movie. And I, I, I mean, I just remember that as plain as day. And I think that was 1987, maybe. Right. It was a while ago. Yeah. So 86, 87, somewhere around in there. Um, but a great movie. Just a fun way to spend a, uh, spend a, an hour and a half or so. Who played his, was it Karen Allen that played his love interest on there? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, in any case, a great actress. Um, yes. And it was a fun movie to watch. Do you like The Grinch? Oh, I do. Yeah, Man. I do. He's just so mean to everybody beforehand. It just, yeah. some of those Dr. Seuss things make me really nervous. Yeah, but later his heart grew three times the size or whatever. Right. If and that happened to me, it might still be a third of the regular size. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, I, no, I thought it was fine. It's, um, I mean, it's Dr. Seuss. It's 
schmaltzy and conveniently fits together and you try to forget about some of the other less desirable aspects of the author. Right. But like the cat in the hat always made me so nervous. Never. I mean, because everybody was, I mean, they were just destroying this house and I'm like, somebody's going to get in trouble for this. It's probably going to be me. Right. (laughs) I don't want this book anymore. I'm going to get blamed for this. Um, But no, I, I like the Grinch. I, I did not, I'm not a, I didn't like the live action Grinch. But then a few years ago, they came out with the different animated Grinch movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was another, Travis and I saw that together. And that was kind of fun. Um, it probably could have trimmed 20 or 30 minutes off of it, and mm-hmm. that would have been okay with both of us. Um, but I'm trying to think, you know, some other, oh my gosh, you know, the old Yogi Bear Christmas, the I Flintstones the Christmas. Boy Christmas. I don't ever remember seeing I it. I do. My mom always liked that story. So that was something that we watched. Okay. It's very sweet. Is it? Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen it. Um, but yeah, some of those other from Saturday morning cartoons, you know, the the Flintstones one is always kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, there's a Yogi Bear one that just really draws me back. But let's go back to It's a Wonderful Life and what it is that you don't like about it. You, It's just, just too schmaltzy? It's too, too schmaltzy. Is it? Okay. Okay. It's way too schmaltzy. Like... All of the story leading up to sort of the schmaltzy part is very engaging. Like, you see that man hit him in the ear. Right. Mr. Gower. Yeah. And what a dick. (laughs) He was, his son had died. Okay. So, naturally, you're going to go slap somebody? I did not batter anyone myself. (laughs) I I I mean, that seems like a bit of an extreme reaction. (laughs) He was also drunk and and a pharmacist. So, really, I'm painting a nice picture of Mr. Gower. (laughs) Right. But also, in that, you learn to understand not what he did, but have empathy for him being sad and and acting out. In the way that he does. And I think it's a very well-crafted movie until it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I can't sit through this anymore. I now have diabetes. Because it's so sweet and sugary <laughs> and smaltzy. But I love Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. And I like Donna Reed. Right. And it's just it just gets to be too much, though. Interesting. Interesting. No, I've never really caught that. Um, I used to watch... So really, the one that I always caught as a kid just by accident was the the 51 version of a christmas carol Mm -hmm. um and i i don't remember watching um it's a wonderful life as a kid Mm -hmm. but i remember for for several years now my brother had moved to a different town a few hours away and i would just pop in at at christmas i'd just kind of surprise him Mm -hmm. and and inevitably a christmas carol was on i'm sorry um it's wonderful life was on Mm -hmm. because they had lost the copyright so everybody was running it yes and it was colorized and it was edited and it was you know it was it was kind of frankenstein together Right, but for it just so happened, I don't know, two, three, four years that that I did that, um, that would be on, and we would watch it, and mm-hmm. we we'd uh, you know we'd make fun of some of the lines, and both would be able to repeat it. So that was always a great memory. And then of course you know everybody's life gets busy and things change, but I still enjoy watching it to this day. Yeah, a couple others that oh go ahead. No, I I just realized that I didn't say anything about Home Alone. Oh, Which is sure, such sure. A good Christmas it movie. really is. Yeah, it, it really is. is. And planes, trains, and automobiles. 
which is a holiday movie. I wouldn't right. really call it a Christmas movie. Or are but they trying to get home for Thanksgiving? I think it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And and I love Steve Martin and I love, I love John Steve Candy. I, I, you know, we were just robbed of John Candy. Mm-hmm. Not that we probably couldn't have seen that incoming, unfortunately. Um, but uh, two, two movies that I absolutely love. I'm going to take them in date order. Um, Holiday Inn, and I think we talked about that last year. There's mm-hmm. some unfortunate... There's an unfortunate scene in yes. Holiday Inn that you kind of need to get past, and and when I say infor- when he says unfortunate, it is unfortunate. It, it, yeah, <laughs> a- absolutely, and and frankly, I think it was I think it's inexcusable back in the time, um, and some of the the lyrics were inexcusable back at the time. But you just have to kind of put it in perspective as to when it was, and 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 try and appreciate the rest of the film and the story. Yeah, it is. It is worth trying to get over that yeah, to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and then uh, White Christmas. Oh yeah. Which is I, I've always enjoyed. And and what's funny, I didn't I didn't watch either of those until maybe ten years ago, tops. Mm-hmm. And uh, and both have become classics. And then of course I always watch on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Okay, that's one of the top ones in this list. It's number three. Oh, wow. On the Rotten okay. Tomatoes. And it's the Natalie Wood version, right? Yeah, the okay. original version. Okay, and that's Maureen O'Hara and is that John Payne? Yeah, Maureen O'Hara, John Payne, Edmund Gwynn, Jean Lockhart, and um, Natalie Wood. Okay, I don't know what role Isn't Jean Maureen O'Hara, um, I can see her as clear as Mia Farrow's mother. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. I think that's okay. right. Okay. I would, I would. I could be lying. I no, don't know. I would put my money on your guess over mine. So. I could be making all this up. So. Who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> You're my congressman. <laughs> but the other one that is just a absolute family classic around our house, my parents' house, everybody, is Christmas Vacation. Oh, sure. Because. I don't know. Uh, my uncle actually owned and operated a worm farm at one point in time, oh and that is in that movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. That is an aunt. Edna, is that right? Was that the aunt? Hold on. I got to think about it. I don't. Yeah, I think so. Because she's like, she takes things around her house and wraps them up as right. gifts and what I hope as the box is shaking. <laughs> 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 oh, so... No, that is good. I haven't watched that one in in a few years, but um, but yeah, that is it. I could do it for you right now if you want. This is just the whole thing. And then after that, we're going to act out Die Hard. Right. So, um, all right. Anything else like Star Wars Christmas, the Chewbacca special? Uh, You know, I have. I don't remember that being on. Oh, I don't either. But I've seen some bits and pieces of it on YouTube. I've seen the whole thing. Have you really? It is. Awful. With Beatrice Arthur? It is awful. Oh, no. It is awful. And they actually had, like, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford and everybody there, didn't they? Indeed, they did. Wow. Yes. I don't know how much they had to pay them for that. Who was smoking what to make that happen? Oh, I have no idea. I I mean, I don't know if it was they thought it'd sell more toys or what. It was terrible. Yeah. It was... it was cringeworthy is really what yeah. it was. Because it's like the part that I've seen on YouTube is Chewbacca's going home to his little Chewbacca family. Right, right. 
Yeah, it's it's not good. Right, and it's it's, it's Mrs. Chewbacca and all the various and assorted little Chewbaccas. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's not good. No, no, no. It is. It is no. It is south of good. Actually, and maybe I watched it when it was actually on, and I just edited that out of my life. That could be. That'd be fair. Right. I, I think. <laughs> th- I really think that would be reasonable. <laughs> That's amazing. Some of these, I just want to talk about a little bit about Rotten Tomatoes, but like the first movie on the list is something that I would not consider a Christmas movie in the least, which is Meet Me in St. Louis. Really? The mm-hmm. musical? I don't think, yeah. I don't see that as a, isn't that clang, clang, clang goes the trolley? Yeah. That's ding, really, ding, ding goes the bell. That is not anything I've heard um, Bing Crosby sing on a Christmas album. Right. And then The Shop Around the Corner, the original version, which later turned into... Uh, you've got mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. That's oh. an adaptation of The Shop Around the Corner. And they call that a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay. Miracle on 34th Street, a movie called Tangerine that I've never heard of. No. Um, Klaus Ooh. is a Ooh. hand-drawn animation of two thousand. came out in 2019. And this is like the number five. Number five Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It has Jason Schwartzman, J.K. Simmons, Jason Rashida Schwartzman. Jones. Is that the kid from? Isn't that the kid that was in Election? Not Election. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who else was in it? Uh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. And Rashida Jones. All right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <coughs> okay. And then number six is A Nightmare Before Christmas. Which is enjoyable. I think it's visually stunning. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. It just is not, it's not something I've ever watched. Number seven is Little Women, which I don't really consider that as a Christmas movie, but I know they talk about Christmas in it. Okay, well, you know, they talk about Christmas in a lot of things. (laughs) Right. Right? It happens every year. Right. I think that it's more a Their Sister Dies movie. Well, and spoiler alert. You have to under- <laughs> Sorry. You haven't read Sorry it. Sorry for yet. anyone who I, hasn't read Little Women that I, came out in I don't know zero. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going back to the friends episode where Joey's talking about oh and all the little women. <laughs> like oh my god, you are so dumb. <laughs> right. Actually, when we were still in Las Vegas, the little kids theater group that the kids were involved in, um they did a junior production of Little Women and my daughter was deeply depressed that there were not more little people. Oh, <laughs> my around. God. But she was still, she hadn't even started school yet. And she was like, what's up? I <laughs> thought there'd be more little people. <laughs> I thought this was a literal interpretation. Oh, that's funny. Number that eight is, is Die Hard. Number nine is a movie called Carol with Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, I, Sarah I, Paulson, and Jake Lacey. I've not even heard of a lot of these. And number 10 is It's a Wonderful Life. And I would like to tell you that there is a version of It's a Wonderful Life that has Marlo Thomas and Wayne Rogers in it that is superior in every way to the original. Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I've never <laughs> been a big Wayne Rogers and fan. And I have. So, indeed, I understand. I love him enough for like seven people. I understand. I, I mean, I dislike him as a person. I just, as an actor, he just was never. Have you seen Marlo Thomas lately? Uh, last time I would have seen her would have been on Friends, I think. So. Have you heard her lately? What does she sound like? Uh, you can't get that low. Does she sound like this? <laughs> Just May- a question. Maybe a little higher. <laughs> Steve learned how to use the mixer board. <laughs> how fun. No, she has had a lot of plastic surgery. 
to where she actually and she looks like she's been she looks like she's a burn victim. Oh, I don't understand that. She's a beautiful woman. She's beautiful. Uh, I don't understand that anyway, but. And it sounds like she's been smoking since birth. Yeah, since yeah. year zero. Right. <laughs> what round out the top twenty for me oh, because for I'm sure. not happy with this list. That's a okay. An, I don't care for this uh, list. So let's see. Number seven was Little Women, the 2019 version. Um, number eleven is Little Women, the 1994 version. Really. Yeah, with Winona Ryder. So I'm gonna put a put a big no on that. Number twelve is The Apartment from 1960 with Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine, Fred McMurray, and Ray Walston. Number thirteen is Arthur Christmas from 2011, which is cute. Number fourteen is Tokyo Godfathers. It's a actual Japanese movie, so I haven't seen it. Number fifteen is Christmas Story. Sixteen is Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Some of these are like so obscure, I've never heard of them. Right. Number 17 is Guardians of the Galaxy's Holiday Special, which just came out like 13 seconds ago. Number 18 is Edward Scissorhands. Number 19. I don't see that as a Christmas movie. I don't movie. either. Number 19 is Jingle Jangle. And number 20 is Better Watch Out from 2016. Okay. You're going to like my list a lot better. I this, know I will. This is from IMDb. I still don't agree with it, mind mm -hmm. you. Uh, but number one is Love Actually. Oh. And number two is Santa Claus the Movie. Mm -hmm. Number three. Die Hard. No. It's a Wonderful Life. No. Christmas Vacation. No. I don't know. The Muppet Christmas yes! Carol. Yes. That, uh, oh my gosh, that came out in 1990. <laughs> Why are <Stop>. you sold? <laughs> gosh. And Scrooged is number four. Mm -hmm. And that came out, it was 1988 that okay. that came out. Um, the Polar Express, which I think is uh, is great. It's, uh, for the time, mm -hmm. it was visually interesting. Mm -hmm. The characters looked a little creepy because it was at the time it was a new type of animation. Yeah, but they look so eth like ethereal and fuzzy. Right. I didn't like that. Right? Yeah, I thought it was a lot. But I know a lot of people who Polar Express is a big part of their mm -hmm. uh, of their Christmas tradition. We actually drove Christmas to tradition. Arizona from Las Vegas and went on the Polar oh, Express did you when really? the kids were little. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, which was 1993, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is number seven, coming out in 1989. Now, the 1994 version of Miracle on 34th Street coming in at number eight is no, mm -hmm. I no. There is really only one. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting to me is what comes up here um, after this next one. The next one is the 2009 version of A Christmas Carol. And how many different versions of A Christmas Carol have there been? I can't. There's I, a ton. I, I bet there's got to be at least 15. Mm -hmm. And then you have the animated ones. I think there's a Mickey's Christmas Carol. There I is, think, yeah. yeah so. um, and then number 10, which is fascinating that it's on this list, is Holiday Inn. 1942. Mm -hmm. Number 11, Home Alone. And then number 12 is White Christmas mm. uh, in 1954, which is really interesting because if you watch Holiday Inn and then turn around and you watch White Christmas, Bing Crosby doesn't appear to have aged at all. Mm -hmm. um, but in 1942, he looked like he was 50. Right. So, and he continued to look that way until he died in like 1978. Right. Which was, yeah. he died the weekend that he recorded with um, David Bowie. 
Oh, he did. Yeah, I think I didn't that know was that. the. I think that was the weekend he died. He died playing golf. I remember that. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, what's now that you say that, I kind of do. Is back in you know once upon a time, you know, one of those actors dying was interrupting the local broadcasts. Oh yeah. And I mean, I remember Bing Crosby dying. I remember Henry Fonda dying. I remember when Charlie Chaplin died. Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Because it was like Christmas. Oh, okay. Wherever he was. I think he lived out of the country, maybe. Oh, maybe. So he died on Christmas Day okay. or something. And then by the time we found out about it, I remember sitting in my wagon holding my basketball in second grade and them talking about Charlie Chaplin being dead. Okay. Isn't it fascinating the things we remember? That was the best Christmas. So... I got a typewriter, I got a basketball, and a wagon. I was so cool. <laughs> oh, and my grandma and grandpa got me this tracksuit that was velour, height of fashion. I wouldn't take it off. <laughs> that is great. That is great. If you still had it, you could wear it in your <laughs> retirement home. <laughs> Number It'd 12. It'd be a little short on <laughs> me, but I'd try. <laughs> Number 12, White Christmas, of course, I just said. Number 13 is the Santa Claus. Um, Number 14 is It's a Wonderful Life. Um, and then A Christmas Story at number 15, Die Hard coming in at 16, Gremlins, which came out oh, in yeah. the summer of 1984, but it's odd to me that that would be considered a Christmas movie. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, 1987, the year I graduated high school. Shh. I know, it's forever ago. Gosh, I had my, oh, wow. Yeah, that's been a long time. Elf is, we, you know, we didn't talk about Elf. Oh, um, yeah. See, I've, I've seen only it. seen it once. I have, too. I like Will Ferrell. I, I love Ed Asner. Bob Newhart. And Bob Newhart. Um, and, oh, by the way, he is looking rough. I know. He looks but so But he's bad. also in his 90s. I know. And, uh, yeah. He's outlived every single one of them, except for Peter Bonner's, Jerry the Dentist. Peter Bonner's is still alive. I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. He's outlived everybody on right. that show. Everybody from uh, Newhart, except for... Mary Who was Fran? the girl? Did no, Mary Fran's been dead for a long time. Really? She had an eating disorder. Oh, I had no idea. And died idea. from like a heart attack. Oh, no. Yeah. I had no idea. She but died Peter Scolari's dead. Gosh, she died in 1998. Yeah, I told you she's been dead a long time. Yeah. Peter Scolari's dead. Well, I always have to. Tom Poston's dead. Uh, this is a really uplifting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start naming dead people. <laughs> Everyone is dead. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, R.I.P. Kirstie Alley. Oh, I know. That was, yeah, yeah, that was really unfortunate. And it seemed to have been, well, and it, yeah, and I was reading an article today about Don't. here are the signs of colon oh, cancer yeah. and the fact that it's just another one of those cancers that's so hard to detect because by the time you have a symptom, it's it's you know, it's pretty well advanced. And right. I was at the grocery store and I, you know, have tabloids, whatever. I looked at one of them and it was talking about how Kirstie Christy, Christy Alley lost 50 pounds. What's her secret? Literally oh. less than a week later, she's dead. Oh. And I'm like, mm, that's not toxic or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, I hope you're really proud of that. We're going to use the term journalism really loosely. Yeah. Um, We're making big air quotes. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, but yeah, I saw that. And that's like, you know, it's not that there's ever a good time, but could there be a worse time? Yeah. Goodness. So, Bad Santa at number 20. Never saw that. Okay, it's hilarious is it really yes it is raunchy af though okay and then the holiday at 21 trading places does not strike me as a holiday movie but right looking good lewis <laughs> i actually think trading places is really funny oh i love the movie there is some very 
unfortunate racial things in there. There's a black face. Oh, I don't yeah. remember that. And it's actually yeah. feeling good, Lewis. Sorry, that was the line. Um, I don't remember that. What was the scene? It's at that party. Yeah. At the end, kind of at the end. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. Boy, I don't remember that at all. And that's 1983. You I know, know. I, not that it was excusable in the 40s, but the the time and I mean, okay. Right. But no, as yeah, it seems weird in 83. Right. Railway, remember, there was a whole movie called Soul Man that came out in the 80s. That is true. <laughs> and there was also one called The Watermelon Man. Oh, I don't remember I that. I think so. Let me look that up real quick. But in the meantime, um, a movie called The Railway Children. I've never. Is that like The Boxcar Children? I love those books. Groundhog Day at 24. Okay, that's all about. Which is about. Groundhog Day. <laughs> I, really I mean, I don't want to spoil it for everybody. It's right there in the title. Uh, but what also kills me is coming in at 25. More than twice where it came in at number 12 is White Christmas again. <laughs> <laughs> we like It was so nice, we had to list it twice. <laughs> but we couldn't list it at 24. Right. We had to list it at 25. So that rounds out the top 24, we're going to call it, um, from IMDb. And there are some on there that uh, make a little more sense to me and some that are not even close. So Yeah, not, not even close. Um, all right, what's your holiday plan? I know what part of your plans are on Christmas. Um, we have to retrieve the lad, the man cub, from the university. And when does he return? I believe his last final is on December the 16th. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so, good? Yes. I have, I've done pretty good with him being gone, but the last few days I've had like... You're ready for him to be home. Yeah. yeah. I understand. I understand. Um, so he'll come back and then there'll be this Norman Rockwell Christmas thing going yeah, on. Yeah, because we are nothing... But Norman Rockwell right. at my house. And at my house, we're very much the Griffin family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're a little Griswold. We're a little Griffin. We're a little... Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Um, well, good. Good. And then, of course, we, we, have our, um, we have our secret Santa. Yes. I'm we very excited about that. We have our white elephant, which yes. I am really struggling to find something for. I am, too. <laughs> I think I'm going to go through the basement here at the studio <laughs> and some kind of random <laughs> crap is floating around down there. That's so, funny. Because, you know, when I, had, uh, when I decided to go to law school, I, um, you know, it, it, it was an adult and living out on my own, and I moved from a larger house to a much smaller house. And so I moved a bunch of stuff into the basement of the office that has become the world headquarters mm -hmm. of, of our parent company. And there it has sat for 20 years. <gasps> and I have, I have looked at it on occasion. I've not dug through anything. Mm -hmm. So I am sure there's some treasure there. I'm confident there's some treasure there. Oh, that's fun. So we'll see what's in there. That sounds like a fun spelunking expedition. <laughs> but I, I get a little scared going down there. There's spiders. I don't like there's, yeah, there's spiders. I've only been in the basement once, and I was scared. There are, in fact, are spiders. So, um, excellent. so do you think that the new microphone has been picking up my stomach rumbling the entire time we've been sitting here? I have not heard it at all, <laughs> but I am confident that it could pick up a gnat farting at about 20 yards, Yay. and everybody's going to hear just exactly how much <laughs> fidgeting I do 
during each episode. So yeah, so we if you pick up on the little advance. grumbly and metumbly, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had green bean casserole for lunch. <laughs> we uh, yes, we're yeah. There's a lot going on here today. It's there's a lot. lot. There's it's a lot. lot in the studio. So all right, well that probably wraps us up for um, for this episode. And I think we're going to take off until first of the year, and we'll do a recap of 2022. Mm -hmm. We'll find several things to give a nod to for the year, Yeah. Um, not the least of which is our listeners, who we appreciate very much. Thank you so much. I've gotten so many lovely comments, not only over social media, but in person, too. And I can't tell you how much that means I have, I have gotten none, <laughs> so clearly I should just work the sound mixer and let you Perhaps run the show. you should get out amongst the people every once in a while. No. No. <laughs> yeah, so um, maybe next year we'll have some live music in the studio. That would be great. We're also set up to, um, to be able to have people call in. Yeah. We can do it through Facebook Live, I believe, is what, is what our medium will be that we can record from. Um, also, we can do it through FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So excited about that. I think we're going to be working on what next year's shows look like for first quarter over the next few weeks. As always, if you have ideas, if there are things that you want us to give a nod to, please send an email to stephanie at weekendmediagroup.com. As always, if you like what we're doing, we would really appreciate five stars and a written review. If you give us five stars and then screenshot your written review of us and send that to Stephanie, and you are in the continental United States then we will send you an Anod Pod coffee mug. Yes, and I don't want to promise, overpromise anything, but I've been working on some designs, and maybe next year there'll be some merch on the Tea Public. That would be awesome. Also, if you would like to be a guest on Anod Pod because you think that you have something unique that you would like us to give a nod to, or you just want to hear the sound of your own voice, which really kind of cuts into our time right. so hopefully get your own podcast <laughs> which hopefully you would be interesting <laughs> i don't know um uh, but yeah if there if you'd like to guest on and you have something interesting that you want to share with us again stephanie at weekendmediagroup.com i would like to wish everybody a very very merry christmas happy hanukkah oh stop right now we- I just got a news alert that there's a motive in the Alex Burdaugh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Keep tuned in, folks. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So have you found the motive? <laughs> I, he's a we fucking paused. asshole. <laughs> we paused. We did pause so she could read that. Yes. Um, filing revealed that on the night of the double homicide, the 54-year-old Murdaugh, within just 30 seconds of beginning to speak to the first officer to arrive at the crime scene, suggested law enforcement's the killer's motive stemmed from February 2019 boat wreck that resulted in the tragic death of Mallory Beach. Because let's not just let one horrible thing happen. No, let's, let's turn it in. Pile yeah. on. Let's turn it into many, many horrible things. Yes. That seems like that sound. That sound. Yes. So on the day w- of the killings, prosecutors noted that Murdaugh's law firm had demanded Murdaugh provide an explanation no later than that day as to where hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees owed to the firm but stolen by Murdaugh had gone. So again, let's take something really bad and make it exponentially worse. Right. Yeah. If at all possible. 
if right. at all possible. So I apologize. This really not as late breaking or shock, shocking <laughs> as I thought. <laughs> right. He's a fucking asshole. It's also not Christmassy <laughs> at, <laughs> right. in, in any way. I do wish we could have had that episode. I know, it was really good. I talked about a guy that my mom went to school with that murdered his whole family. I know, I think we'll have to give a nod to that in our uh, 2022 recap in January. In our recap, in for, January. Sure. Um, for But sure. again, in any case, uh, we appreciate you very much. We hope you have a safe and happy holiday season yes. and a very prosperous new year. Yes. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. Be safe, love you, bye-bye. <laughs>